Hello everyone, this is Cynthia. Thank you once again for stopping by and visiting an encouraged heart. We're going to open with a word of prayer and get right into the scriptures. Dear Father, um, we just thank you for you are so good to us, Lord. Um, we thank you for your love, your compassion. Um, we just thank you, Lord, for who you are. We just thank you, Lord, for your, your salvation. We give you praise and honor, Lord, for um, this day, and um, we just thank you for this opportunity to open up your word. Um, we desire to hear from you, Lord. We pray your spirit is with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's learn more about Paul's experience by reading a portion of his letter to Timothy whose actions Paul contrasted with those of men who had opposed the truth. Um, for those of you who have the workbook, Living Victoriously in Difficult Times, we're going to begin on page 15. Otherwise, please grab your Bibles. So again, we're going to start with um, chapter 3 in 2 Timothy, verses 10 through 12. As we read, I'd like you to... Make a squiggly line above the words persecution and sufferings. Okay? Now you followed my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patience, love, perseverance, persecution, and sufferings. And you would make squiggly lines right above those two words such as happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, and at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, you would make a squiggly line above persecutions, and out of them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. So I'll read through these scriptures again without interruption. Again, we're reading 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 10 through 12. Now you followed my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patience, love, perseverance, persecution, and sufferings, such as happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, and at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Um, we have several discussion questions as well. The first one is, what has been taking place in Paul's life? Um, I think we see here that Paul continued to preach the gospel despite um, the suffering and the persecution that he encountered. He credits the Lord for rescuing him from all situations in each circumstance, um, God gave him the strength to endure um, those attacks. He tells Timothy that all who desire to walk with the Lord um, will face persecution. Um, the next question, how did Timothy respond to Paul's example? Paul praised Timothy, um, and that's noted, of course, in verse 10, uh, it looks like um, Timothy was very diligent in following Paul's leading, his lifestyle, his mentorship. Timothy remained true to the gospel message. His behavior, his mission as well to share Christ 
all were patterned after Paul's life. I would say that he was a good student because of what he heard, but more importantly, what he witnessed firsthand from Paul. For example, Timothy, um, like Paul, was able to endure um, in the midst of persecution because of the help that was um, given to them by Christ. Also, um, there are two additional questions which I'm going to actually answer um, together. The first, the next question is, what can you learn from Paul's example? And a similar question is, how should Paul's experience impact your response to suffering? So I kind of combine those two questions again. What can you learn from Paul's example? And how should Paul's experience impact your response to suffering? Um, I think Paul recognized that the Lord was with him as he went um, from city to city sharing the gospel message. He acknowledges that God rescued him in every situation. He's, he goes on to say that those who live for Christ will be persecuted. It is inevitable. Um, through it all, Paul remained steadfast because of um, the help of God's God's um, spirit, his intervention. Also, um, I believe Paul was obedient to what the Lord had called him to do. Um, we learned um, in a previous episode that um, Paul, of course, was set apart. He was called out um, as a chosen instrument to um, spread the name of the Lord. So again, um, Paul tells Timothy in, in the letter that it was because of the Lord um, that he was able to endure the Lord rescued. He delivered him out of every situation. Um, so as far as uh, me in particular or those who are listening, um, again, Paul is certainly an example. He put his complete trust in the Lord. Um, he was willing to accept the fact that those um, who spread the gospel, um, even now, we will probably face some sort of persecution or some type of confrontation or pushback. But nevertheless, um, he believed and he knew that he was called to spread the Lord, the Lord's name amongst the Gentiles. As you learned before, um, the kings and the Israelites. So with that being said, um, the Lord will be with each one of us as well. Um, anytime we are, attempting or we're sharing um, his love, our testimonies. Um, so no matter what the circumstances are, we have to know that we're not walking alone. Okay. Um, the next set of scriptures that I like to read and share with you, um, they're from 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. And also, if you have the workbook, that would be on page 16. In this next passage, Paul is speaking to the Corinthian believers about things he and Timothy had experienced. So um, we're going to look at some key words. I'd like for you to, in this case, make a squiggly line when you see the word affliction. Or you, Okay, also, I'd like you to circle the pronouns we, our, us, and ourselves when I get to those keywords. So again, affliction, you're going to make a squiggly line 
above it, and the plural pronouns, we, our, us, and ourselves, you will circle those words, okay? Um, so again, we're in 2 Corinthians now, chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. For we do not want you to be unaware, brethren, of our affliction, which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened excessively beyond our strength, so that we despaired even of life. Okay, so there are quite a few pronouns there. Um, the first section, the first part would be for we, circle. Do not want you to be unaware, brethren, of our circle, affliction, squiggly line, which came to us in Asia, circle us, that we were burdened excessively, circle we, beyond our strength, circle our, so that we despaired even of life, circle we. The next verse, indeed, we had the sentence of death within ourselves, so you should have circled we and the word ourselves, so that we would not trust in ourselves, another we, another ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. So let me go through those two verses without interruption. Verse 8, for we do not want you to be unaware, brethren, of our affliction, which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened excessively beyond our strength, so that we despaired even of life. Indeed, we had the sentence of death within ourselves so that we would not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. Okay, um, the first question reads, describe how Paul and Timothy were affected by the affliction that came upon them. Well, what we just read, it tells us they suffered a great deal of affliction to the point of thinking that they were facing death. The suffering was more than they could bear in their own strength. The second question, what was the purpose of the suffering? Note the phrase, so that, in verse number, in verse nine, okay? They believe this happened so that they would not depend on themselves, but on God, who raises the dead to life, it reads here. Let me just read that over, um, verse 9. Indeed, we had the sentence of death within ourselves so that we would not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. In this case, they were clear that what they were experiencing, there was no way that um, they were able to handle it, handle it without the help of the Lord. Question number three, describe a situation in which you were burdened excessively beyond your strength. How did you respond? Um, what came to my mind, I think, was experiencing the death of my brother and my mother. I would say were two very devastating times in my life. Um, the Lord used extended family and friends to comfort me in both situations. Um, I also, of course, went to the Word the word of God um, as well to find comfort there. Okay, um, moving on to page 17, there is an insight box. So I'm going to read that as well. We learned last week that the Greek word for affliction is flippis, flipsis, excuse me, flipsis, which means to crush or to squeeze. 
Now, this is a Greek word, so you may want to just verify the pronunciation on the internet, or if you have a Bible study tool, let me spell that word for you. It's T-H-L-I-P-S-I-S. Again, that's T-H-L-I-P-S-I-S. And let me just start over again for clarity's sake. We learned last week that the Greek word for affliction is flipsis, which means to crush or to squeeze. The word usually refers to suffering from outward circumstances. Affliction could be anything that burdens the spirit. In 2 Corinthians 1 and 8, Paul indicated a burden that was excessive and beyond his ability to endure. The last question here says, now, just to make sure you don't miss the point, according to what Paul wrote to the Corinthians, what do situations like this teach us? Um, I think um, it basically teaches us we are to put our trust in God alone. There are situations in which we are unable to deliver ourselves or change the course of things, and it's only by God's help that we're able to overcome. Um, again, if you have any comments um, regarding anything that we've read or anything that I share, please feel free to email me at anencouragedheart at gmail.com or send me a voicemail from the Anchor podcasting homepage. Um, I will have a link for you if you choose to do that on um, right inside the episode description box. Please, um, again, um, feel free to contact me. Otherwise, take care, and I hope to see you next time. God bless.